After a radio silence of nearly five years, a cousin of mine called me. Without any hesitation, as if nothing had happened, she picked up from where we left off years ago and started inquiring about my well-being. At first, I was taken aback because she had cut off ties with all of us ever since her migration to Canada and never kept in touch with any of us in the family. But because she sounded so chirpy and caring, I got carried away and continued chatting with her freely for over an hour. It was only when the call ended, I asked myself, why did she call me out of the blue? What could she want from me now? Well, my listeners, have you been in a similar situation or in situations that I'm about to describe in the landscape of your family relationships? So here I go. Listen carefully and nod your head if the answer is yes or even maybe. Have you felt pressured into doing things for family members? Have you felt taken advantage of or taken for granted by your family members? Have you cringed at the thought of saying no to your family members? Have you felt family members twist the truth in certain situations? Have you been made to feel guilty for conflicts between family members? Or have you been made to feel that you're not good enough by your family members? I know that these aren't simple questions, nor are the answers as clear as black or white. But as you listen to me today, allow yourself the liberty to dive deep into the nuances of your family relationships and join me as I seek a tad bit of clarity about not only the agenda of my cousin's unexpected phone call, but also in comprehending the subtleties of being set up within our own families. Emotions are incredibly powerful influences. They often supersede rationality and logic. This makes it difficult for us to avoid their impact on our decision-making. But since each of us is naturally wired to be susceptible to the traps of emotional foreplay, a deeper understanding of why we feel the way we feel can help contextualize the relationship between our emotions and actions. Hello everyone and welcome to Clarity a podcast series designed to create a safe space for conversations and reflections. I'm your host, Janvi Gurja, a curious people observer, an executive coach and co-founder of Vital Science Advisory. In today's episode, reflect with me about why most family dynamics involve some degree of manipulation and why we often tend to victimize ourselves in suffering it. Imagine you're a part of a family with a healthy dynamic wherein you might crack jokes with your siblings and even imitate your mother's words even before she can say them and everyone bursts into laughter. Sounds pleasant, doesn't it? Surely your mother is making an emotional appeal to get what she wants, but since all of you are on the same page, her tactic doesn't trigger any negative feelings and 9 out of 10 times her wishes get fulfilled by you or your siblings. But... If your family dynamic is ridden with strong undercurrents laced with superficial harmony, then, more often than not, your mother's requests are bound to be misinterpreted either by you or by one of your siblings. This could perhaps push you into a spot of guilt or obligation more heavily than the others because you don't want to disappoint your mother and before you even realize what just happened, you would have agreed to fulfill your mother's wishes. Post that, A million thoughts and judgments would crisscross in your mind, compelling you thereby to become wary and unsure of whether you want to express your true feelings or not. 
Not only will these situations drive a wedge between you and your siblings, but it could also perhaps make you feel trapped. Here's my simple understanding of such situations. Whenever we walk into traps, we often feel contradicted and misinterpreted by someone else's views, but somewhere deep down, our urge to sound righteous or accommodating pushes us into being set up but leaves us feeling heavy and shortchanged by people that we care about. For example, our own family members. So whenever you begin to feel this way, you are perhaps in a state of feeling controlled by someone else and this may be the first point of feeling manipulated. Though tricky to detect, manipulation is seen quite highly amidst family members and not all of it is linear with cause and effect. Instead, a majority of it emerges from unaddressed chaos, struggle for power and the dirty joy of one-upmanship over others. In fact, it could be that you don't feel good about someone else enforcing their choices on you or speaking on behalf of you and yet you don't seem to find your own voice to disagree or state your point of view. Manipulation in family relationships is usually hard to detect and pin down, especially because our overwhelming surge of affection towards family members blinds our objectivity and often encourages us to rapidly dismiss thoughts that even suggest that a loved one could actually be manipulating us. So when my cousin from Canada called back a day later, I thought she was keen on reuniting with the family. So I began giving her a lowdown on everyone's lives. But I was interrupted midway when she reminded me of a long overdue favour. She wanted me to speak with her brother, with whom she had not been in touch, and get him to sign the lease agreement of her mother's ancestral home. Why me, I thought. It was a matter between her and her brother about my aunt, their mother's property. Then, like a bolt from the blue, it struck me hard. I was always considered the doormat of the family. So my cousin continued to use her perception of me and activated her need to use me just as my label suggested, a doormat. She knew I could be easily manipulated and that's exactly what she did. Guess what, my listeners? While I went on to fulfill my cousin's wishes that day, I swore to myself that from there on, I will protect myself from being taken for a ride. And today, I stand before you because I would like to share with you about what you can do to safeguard yourself from being manipulated by people like my cousin and by people in your family who seem most familiar and affectionate to you. First and foremost, remember that manipulation involves an attempt to control someone else. You can generally boil it down to one common behavior. Someone in your close circle of relatives wants you to give up something. Maybe your time, maybe a personal possession, maybe your autonomy, maybe your power, or maybe something else only for their benefit and not yours. Recognizing manipulation within families can be particularly difficult especially when the person is a parent, an older sibling, a younger sibling, or a relative who has some authority on you. And if you believe you're supposed to do what they say no matter what, you might struggle to challenge this pattern, even in adulthood. So, 
here are a few red flags that you may want to be aware of. If your relative is dismissing your concerns and telling you how you should be feeling, making you feel unimportant and over-dependent on them, thereby lowering your self-confidence, your relative is setting the trap of invalidating your feelings. Whenever you refuse to comply with a request of your family member, that member may resort to threat in an attempt to evoke your sense of obligation. But when you give in to their request, you could be rewarded and allowed back into the in-group, making you feel wanted all over again. This is a trap of emotional blackmail. If a family member doubts your memory or questions your perception of reality such as, I never forgot to wish you on your birthday. Don't you recall? I called you late that night and you didn't pick up my call. This is a trap of gaslighting your perceptions. Remember, a family member makes you feel bad for something like not taking responsibility or repeatedly accuses you for not showing up. But it doesn't sound malicious, yet it makes you feel bad. This is a trap of guilt-tripping you. And whenever you make an error or you forget to fulfill your promise, a family member may either isolate you with silent treatment or criticize you openly to make you feel small. This is a trap of withholding affection, making you feel that you deserve affection only when you fulfill certain demands. Therefore, whenever you feel uncertain about how to handle such situations, chances are that you might totally avoid responding or you may make personal attacks on your relatives. While either technique isn't healthy because it could help you win or lose the conflict, but it won't stop making you feel manipulated and victimized. So, to deal with such manipulators within your family, here's what you can try. First, call out the acts of manipulation. Don't be afraid. Try and use I statements, use respect in your statements, and hold your ground calmly. Second, let them know how it makes you feel. Express your anger and hurt in a calm and polite way and explain how the manipulation is affecting your relationship with them. Third, set boundaries and stop lying to yourself that others are being fair to you. This can help you curb how much of yourself you want to offer to your family members emotionally. Fourth, avoid isolating yourself and suffering in silence. Speak to another trusted family member and seek help. Remember, reaching out to someone is not a sign of weakness, but a sign of courage that you want to take care of yourself. And fifth, accept the fact that everyone has an agenda. It's not your job to preach morality to them, but to safeguard yourself from being caught in their traps. The reality we all live with is that avoiding some family members can help us feel less manipulated. But the truth is, because of our family ties, we cannot avoid meeting them in common events or even in discussions. So, if we have to meet them and cross paths with them, we will have to keep our antenna alert while interacting with such family members because it's only important for our sanity. 
So by reprioritizing our expectations of them and by gently rewriting the rules in which we wish to be treated by them, we can regain our assertiveness by being kind, gentle and authentic. After all, we want to feel good about ourselves and we deserve that love unconditionally. Well, as for me, I continue today to wish my cousin on her birthdays and anniversaries. I still exchange common updates and care for her well-being. But whenever I sense a red flag, I politely turn her down or deflect the issue. I cannot stop her from being manipulative, but I can keep her away from manipulating me. Hello listeners, I acknowledge that adapting to new patterns can be both complex and tough, but not impossible. Many of these emotions play out their own charade, making us feel low and lousy without actually knowing why. Through Clarity, a podcast series designed to create a safe space for conversations and reflections, I feel comfortable exposing my vulnerabilities with you and hope you find a connection, a meaning and a way ahead, just in case you experience something similar. If this episode of Reflection Through Clarity strikes a chord with you, share your story with us on our LinkedIn and Instagram page, Vital Signs Advisory, or on Twitter at Janvi underscore Gurja 8, and look us up at www.vitalsignsconsults.com. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and follow our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Until next time then, this is Janvi Gurja signing off. Thank you for listening and being in the moment with me. Take care of yourselves, because you are precious.